Now, somebody who would know all about um, jockeys sitting on horses, that is not a great, that is not a great <laughs> intro. <laughs> I apologise in advance. Joining us now from SEN Track, he is the tipster for, uh, for the run home. It is uh, Dean Watling. You there, Dean? I'm here. That's one of the best intros sorry, ever heard. Mate. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> mate. I'm just... If they were running Melbourne Cups for intros, that would be that'd be my trifecta. Thank you, mate. Very kind of you. Now, uh, you know your horses. Talk to me about this race. Was it one of the best ones you've seen? Yeah, it was a phenomenal race. It's good to see all the horses go around and get back to the stalls at the end. But it was a, a great build-up. There's plenty of um, chat this week about the two Irish horses. Absurd. The market move on him was phenomenal. Vorban. But they quite couldn't quite put it together. And then, obviously, a terrific story of Mark Zara, who was on the winner last year, and he had to jump off and say goodbye to that horse and then jump on another horse. So it was a brave decision to do that. Um, it could have gone each way, and there's been plenty of times where jockeys in the past have jumped off the wrong horse and watched them win. So nothing lived up to it. The crowd was huge. I headed home after race two. It was too hot for me, and it's been a big couple of weeks. Um, but the crowd looked huge. It was building as we sort of left the left the track, um, and it shaped up to be and was one of the better Melbourne Cups you'll see. Now, speaking on that heat, do you think that was the problem with the Northern Hemisphere horses um, with um, Absurd and Vorban? Vorban? Yeah, it was definitely it played its part in saying that they both paraded terrifically. That was what I was keeping an eye on, but they both looked really relaxed um, in the parade ring. I think the jockeys maybe got a little bit um, happy-go-lucky at the top of the straight. The tempo sort of went on from the 1,200-metre the mark, and they were in the perfect position, but um, it's a long Flemington straight, and you can push the button a long way out. So I think they sort of just didn't let down quite as well as they do overseas. They're good tracks overseas. are like our soft tracks to a little bit. Um, and we know without a fight, the winner, he's an out-and-out um, concrete runner. He loves it nice and dry, and we think we saw that. Solkin was obviously unlucky, but a few big surprises in the numbers as well. Uh, you're talking about second and third there with Solcombe and Shiraz. Now, Chris Waller had second and third. Do you think maybe Shiraz had the run of the race or maybe had the best run outside of the favourite? Sorry, without a fight, the winner? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, Solcombe probably didn't, but Shiraz did. Ashran was obviously posted wide, but it's a, it's a strange race in the sense that we only race over 3,200 metres twice in the year, obviously the Sydney Cup. Um, as well and then this race so a lot of these stays they don't quite ever get to see over it, the, the trip throughout the year so you can see a horse like Shiraz bob up and place at $31 um, but runs in races especially in the uh, Melbourne Cup when you're going so far definitely play a part and Solcombe he's such an uh, he'd be a nightmare to own at the same time he'd be a dream because he's an absolute jet but he misses a kick every single start he's got abundance of ability but he just is his own worst enemy flops out the gates and just leaves himself with too much to do so if he can fix that, um, he probably wins the Melbourne Cup. Now that without a fight's won, you know what, what happens tonight. What does without a fight do? Does he? What's he? Does he just go lie down in some hay? Do they? What do they do with the horse now? I know it's a dumb question, but do they celebrate? Like if there's a party, is the horse there? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> it's a good question. I think all the connections and that they obviously probably have a couple of sleepless nights. But the the strapper who's obviously in charge of the horse. They'll obviously take him back. He'll have a bath, a roll oh, uh, after the race, oh. take him back on the float. They'll probably ice his legs up, take Oof. him back to the barn. Yeah, he'll probably have a, a nice sleep tonight. But it's not the same as up. He's not hitting the town and going to the Osborne or an establishment in Melbourne. He's probably back to the stables telling all the other horses that 
he's run a race. Now we want to. We, we're hearing about the horses after party. We're hearing about the Melbourne Cup being too hot and big after parties there. Do we want to know about your after party? Yes. Uh, in your hotel room, will you be getting the ice out, <laughs> strapping in, strapping on? Is there anything? That we yes, have to that's on? a good question. <laughs> is this is the strapper there? Can we talk to the strapper? Oh God, no. There's no no strapper here. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's going to be a massive atmosphere tonight. Me, myself, and I. Oh. Might be a fast food restaurant on order. A um, couple of drinks, maybe on my. It's been a big two weeks. I got there this morning about five o'clock, and I tell you what, it felt like it was nearly a hundred degrees. I had enough after the first race, and I thought I'm going to go home. Aircon's on, feet up, computer out, and watch it there. And one of the better decisions I've made, I reckon. Oh, nice Dean, sounds to me a little bit like you went a bit hard on Derby Day. Yeah. Did, you, did you get first day fever? And we've all we're all guilty of it. And then it comes around to the Tuesday yeah, and thank God. I went too hard on Saturday. Is that what happened? Don't yeah, well we, we have racing terms and you like to see horses uh, per furlong, which is two hundred meters. Like around that twelve second mark is a good clip. Um, that's steady enough and you should have a horse in the end. I was sort of doing your your nine fifties the last couple of weeks. So um they've finally caught up to me and I'm I'm paddling late and I'm just making it to the line. Well, there's a couple more races to go. Dean, have you got any more tips for us for the rest of the day at Flemington or at Randwick? Yes, I've got two. It's it's interesting. Obviously, cup days tend to be the cups that are the main focus and there are races around it. Uh, obviously, it, sometimes they're not that good, but today's been great. Randwick, race eight, number two, Dashing Legend, is a horse that I'm keen to back there. It's around that 260 price. She was terrific first up. I think she'll be even harder to beat second up. And the last at Flemington, race 10, number 16, Charlton Lane. That track's playing interesting at the moment. The inside's off, and the horses are running on down the outside. So Charlton Lane's a horse that sits that pro- fits that profile. Should get back in midfield and storm down the outside. So Randwick, race eight, number two. Dashing Legend and Flemington Race 10 number 16 Shelton Lane. Terrific. Thanks as always, Dean, for your tips. Have a lovely night down there in the hotel. Um, <laughs> and just pull the blinds before you do anything, I guess is the <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that down. Just write that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dean.